would go with Spanish Marie's Killer Sour. I just love the bitterness of an IPA. I like more the New England IPAs, hazy and juicy. Okay, so if we're going through like phases, I think like middle school would be like Drake or Lil Wayne. High school would be J. Cole or like One Direction. <laughs> so it's very like two different spectrum. Then I got into a lot of Spanish music, which it was always there. So I would say like Bad Bunny or Osuna would be in, in Harry style. Kid Cudi is my favorite artist of all time. I went to his concert. I don't remember anything from the concert. Not because I was intoxicated <laughs> or anything. Indica, Man on the Moon, and yeah, that's my favorite album. Wings with fries or pasta. Tortilla chips and guac or refried beans. It's my weakness. Denise, the podcast. Uh, yes, the podcast we love to love is back for another episode. Um, again, this podcast loves taking field trips, and uh, this time around, it's no different. We have arrived at MIA Beer Co., located at 10400 Northwest 33rd Street in Doral, Florida, 33172. Check them out. Um, MIA Beer Co. has great beers and the food to match. Um, shouts to Los with Masa Craft, uh, Bruce Beast and East alumni. Had the opportunity to sit down and talk to him about a year or so ago. And, um, and yeah, man, we're back here. You're probably asking yourself, what brings us back here? Well, of course, it's the guests. It's always the guests, the people who make this show. Definitely not the host. <laughs> and But before we get into these guests, before we get into these guests, I want to run down a couple of the sponsors, give some shout-outs to the people who support the podcast and make it what it is. Yo, from the beginning, Mama Juana King, shouts to Mama Juana King. Uh, check them out on uh, IG, all about the Mama Juana King. Um, G Juice Remedies, Lady G, with the uh, natural juices that she's got. Something for everything, um, for cleansing, like a juice cleanse, she got you... For deep bloating, she's got you. Just for keeping your health and maintaining, she's got you. For getting over hangovers, she's got you. Check her out. It's g.joos.remedies on IG. Check her out. And, um, of course, the staples, um, WDDH, WVCC, the homies, O'Brien and AH2O. Uh, check out the podcast. Check out the streaming of WVCC on Twitch two nights a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays from 9 to midnight. Um, and then we got a couple of new people. We got a couple of new people. Shouts to Beard, Brews, and Food, the beer homie, um, Lewis. Part of the promotion behind um, Yeasty Brews Hip Hop Night, the very first hip hop night for Yeasty Brew, which is going to be at April 9th at Yeasty Brews, featuring Art Marrera and No Emotion Gold Masks. They're going to be performing from about 7 to 10. Uh, Yeasty Brews address is 3944 Northwest 19th Street. Oh, that's in Lauder Hill, Florida 33311. Shouts to Dan and Danielle, the owners out there, great people. Shouts to Lewis for helping us put this together. And um, yeah, now, now we can talk about our guests. 
it's fitting that we're here at MIA Beer Code because this is the first place I met our guests. It had to be sometime in February 2021 um, where they uh, they were dropping. See, I, man, if I go into it, I'm gonna ruin. Like, I'm gonna kind of give. There's gonna be spoilers involved. I met my guests here. We're gonna find out how and why. But nonetheless, uh, my guests are the dynamic duo behind the Lucha Do Donuts. If you know me, you know I'm about that donut life. Donuts over cookies all the time. Uh, I'm talking about none other than the Lucha Do duo, Chris and Nicole. How are you guys doing? Hi, how are you doing, guys? In honor to the late, great Razor Ramon Scott Hall. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. So now that I introduced you guys, I can go back. So MIA Beer Co. sometime in uh, 2021. Yep. Um, it was right around February. Uh, you guys did a pop-up here. Um, I had just I had just interviewed uh, Los earlier that year. It had to be like the first week of January. And um, once I started following him and MIA Beer Co., I found out that he was putting together a... Uh, a guava jelly, was it? For one of the donuts? Yeah, it was a. He was using his sauce, a spicy guava. Okay. Sauce, signature sauce that he usually pairs with his croquetas, and basically wanted me to turn it into something where it'll just mesh well with the donut. Okay. So. Okay, so therefore, when I saw what you guys were collaborating and putting together, I was like, oh, I got to take that trip. <laughs> I got to go. I got to take a trip and buy these donuts because they look great. Um, and they were. Thank Bought you. Them okay. back home. They were great. They were great. Thank you. That's actually the rough beginnings. But. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was like our second pop-up ever, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was. It was our first initiator pop-up. But our, How do I say this? The first pop-up we've ever... We didn't even know what the fuck a pop-up Can I curse on this? Yes, you can. Okay, please. That was, we didn't even know what a pop-up was before this. Uh, before that, and then we met Los. He's the one that initiated the first pop-up, and then we had a pop-up between that one that we met and okay. the day I met Los. Um, where am I going with this? So he met Los. <laughs> um, he met Los basically through Instagram. He commented on his toys. No, yeah. action figures. They're collectibles. Okay. I'm sorry. You gotta get this action right. Action figures. Um, He's gonna be offended if he <laughs> gets this. Action figures. Come on now. And then they started having a conversation. I was like, oh my god, I want to try your donuts. So we brought him his do the donuts that day that he had ordered. And then he started telling us about pop ups. And he's like, you should do a pop up at MIA. Let's do it for Valentine's Day. And we're like, sure. Let's do it. And then he started spreading the word around, and we actually booked a pop-up right before his at Union Beer Store for their, I think it was their anniversary. For your anniversary. So it was at January maybe 27th or 28th of 2021 was our actual first pop-up. okay. And then, so technically, MA was our first book To keep it short, he gave us our first opportunity. Yeah. Nice. So it's also nice. fitting for us to be at MA too. Yes. Oh, that's great. That's great. Okay. I, um... I want to get into the donuts, but I feel like we should start from the beginning as far as what inspired you guys to start making donuts, let alone kind of come up with the name and then the, the, the theme behind them. All right. Well, I can take you a little bit back in time with that. I originally wanted, okay, even before that, I was a reconstruction supervisor. Um, I was actually working along with Nicole and... 
got released just like any other every now it's any other coronavirus statistic yeah where a lot of people got released stayed at home and so on um but always for i don't know how much i how long far back i can go um i knew i wanted to start a business what i wanted to start the business in i had no idea um, but then eventually I wanted to start a 90s themed cereal shop. Okay. But then, because I was born in the late 90s, so I can't even say I'm a 90s kid because 90s kids are the ones that actually lived it and went through it and they know all the ins and outs. Yeah. But I have a huge fascination about learning from it. Like, sometimes on weekends when I was single would consist of me watching 90s commercials. Um, and that's it. I will just watch reruns of 90s commercials and that was, I would watch that, eat a good meal and go to bed. That's what I would do. And I'm, I'm, this is like, Maybe four or five years ago. This wow. wasn't even that long ago. Brought so, to you by YouTube. I imagine YouTube was probably like yes. one of the sources for of these course. commercials. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean that's the only spot I would go to. <laughs> um, so with that being said, I wanted to um, create a cereal. Create a cereal shop that was just nothing but ninety seam. Almost make it seem like a kid's bedroom, like where you walk in and it's a kid's bedroom and you're eating a bowl of cereal with your Saturday morning cartoons okay, and okay. all that. I never truly got to experience that because um, by my time, when I was, I guess, the, my, my first memories, uh, that was not that was kind of a thing, but it was already dying out. At that point, Power Rangers was your Saturday morning cartoons. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't even cartoons no, anymore. No. So, but that all ties into this because I wanted to do that, but then I started thinking, how the hell am I going to get someone to eat cereal in my house? Because <laughs> I don't know shit. Like, I know I want to start a business, but I don't know shit about how to even start yeah. or whatever. And um, with that being said, fast forward. I was a reconstruction supervisor. I still had that drive of wanting to own my business. I got released. Three months of that, I spent painting my room and redoing my room out of just boredom. And then um, from there, I was like, okay, I need to figure something out. I was like, I don't really want to just go back to your nine to five job and all that stuff. Um, so what can we do? And I was like, if I do a nine to five job, I'll be part-time, um, which is currently what I'm doing right now. I love donuts. Huge fan of donuts, just like you just okay. introduced yourself okay. as being. So with that idea of just loving donuts, I was like, hey, why not get into the kitchen um, and see what I can do? At first, I started stealing recipes off of... I have no baking experience at all. Wow. Um, wow. I can say that. I you know couldn't how, tell. You couldn't tell I, from the donuts. I, I know neither how to... Neither one of us. Neither one of us. So... <laughs> that yes. But that we have not done our research is, would be incorrect like we've done our research day and night like so just because we don't have baking experience doesn't mean like okay so they're taking no it's like we did our research where i'm self-taught and then from there i pass it on to her and then she learns along with me um but yeah so the summer of 2020 after being released i um I started stealing recipes off the donuts. At first, it was just it was just silly. I was like, okay, let me just uh, let me just make 
donuts just to eat because I just love donuts. And that was a time where you didn't know whether to go out or not yeah. and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, so. people were making bread at home. Yeah, the sourdough yeah. was a thing. Yeah. Yes, you, exactly. So I was just eating recipes. My first donuts came out raw in the middle. They were massive. I have photos of them. They were like, they were ginormous donuts. And they were completely raw in the middle. I woke up my sister to try it and all. And they were like, what the hell is this? My mom thought of it as a joke. Um, and it took, for example, my mom a while to really realize what was happening. I mean, at that point, I didn't even know what was happening. Um, and so, therefore, with that, then I started trying a few recipes, and I was like, okay, let me see if I can make my own recipe. And then that was literally day and night of, from, what, June to, I guess, August, yeah. right? Of just day and night. What I mean by day and night, my sister came over from Texas, and... She came over from, all the way from Texas. She did a huge three-day road trip. It takes her three days because she has kids. Because uh-huh. it's like a day and a half. <laughs> um, but um, where she came to visit and I kept rejecting like all the plans. Like I wanted just to stay home and make the donuts. There would be family reunions and I was making the donuts. Test trials, trial and error. Having them all try. Hey, what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> Late nights. Okay, let's crank out another dough. It'll be. I'll make like two, three doughs a day. Wow. Just just out of trying to nail the recipe and I would do my research when something would fail I'd be like okay how do I get how do I get a little on the fluffier side how do I get a little on the chewier side how do I make it less dense all of those things and from there if you look at my, my MacBook it's, the list is huge so then from there um, still no one taking me seriously except Nicole um, they were like okay like what is what is the, the point is this fast forward to that like I I made the. I finally nailed down the recipe. Okay. And even then, till actually no, till I guess a couple of months ago, I was still retouching the recipe. Okay. Okay. And everything. But, right underneath our noses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. That's hilarious. I've been eating them the whole bad. time. I'm be like, hey, these are really great. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I, yeah, actually, yeah, I've been like. I'll hear like people's responses and okay. like I'm really hard on myself so even if I'll hear like oh they're great I'm like no they need work like gotcha, I, gotcha. I can never really settle gotcha. um, so yeah so from there I found my recipe I finally landed on just the right recipe that I was like okay this is I believe the one that everyone was in agreement of like wow this is fantastic gotcha. and what would you say happened next then well so I was gonna ask so Nicole when he <laughs> when he mentioned this idea of making donuts to you, what was your reaction? I was like, cool. Okay. Well, actually, it's more than just cool because when I was just stealing recipes off random, like, recipes, yeah, when I was stealing recipes off sites and off sites and everything, you were just. I was yeah. applying them yeah. very like usefully where people can eat. Yeah, I wasn't selling them. Allegedly. I wasn't selling them at all. Uh, I didn't even, even know how to start, honestly. Um, <laughs> She actually said, I told, I remember specifically texting her, we got something. Mind you, this is with someone else's recipe that I just copied and tried. And I'm like, yeah, we got something. I think we got something. But then that text stays really uh, clear, stands really um, clear in my head because it's like, okay, we got something. And then like, look at it now where it has led, what it has led to, which is just, it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, we, okay, I landed the recipe and then I was like, I need a theme. And then this, I think you might like this. I actually was going to do um, 90s hip-hop. Okay. 90s oh, was... hip-hop um, yeah. donut shop. Okay. But then, I think we were thinking of the names, right? So and we were everything. thinking of names, and I went to school for business. So I was like, okay, if you're going to get a name, 
you have to trademark it. Mm -hmm. So no one steals your idea from the beginning. So then I had a professor that's also a lawyer, and he's like, if anyone ever has a business concept, I can trademark your name. So I was like, I have someone that can trademark our name. Let's figure it out. So we started sending him names, and like, his, I think the first name was like. The Notorious. first name was Notorious Don um, Donuts. But right. then he was After like, Biggie. we saw that so many other food businesses also have Notorious. So gotcha. he was like, that's not going to work. Figure something else out. And so... Oh, and then therefore... So yeah, again, going back a little bit, we got the donut recipe down, which needed a name and a gimmick, basically. And then at first, we we're going to do the 90s hip-hop. And then I, and then Notorious Donut was taken. The lawyer was like, no, it's go on this website. You can see all the trademarks and okay. all that. There's like notorious pie, notorious this, notorious that. It was like everyone has used it. Yeah. And I was gonna go almost for like a notorious big okay. um, concept, yeah. basically. And then I was like, what if I mesh '90s hip hop with like the attitude era of wrestling? But then I was like, no, that's just too complicated. Uh, and then I was like, okay, we're getting somewhere. And I thought of Bruiser Dona after the the late great Bruiser Brody. Okay. Um, and. That was... Was it taken? Not the bruiser donut part, but the bruiser. So, yeah, we found... We learned a lot that, like, if if it's taken within the same industry, you can't use it okay. and all that stuff unless it has something that Yeah, there was some pushback from the lawyer. I don't remember There's, anymore. That's all So, But he talk. had a, like, list of all yeah. these different yeah. names that he would come up with. Yeah, I mean, I could pull up the list, but it's, <laughs> it's deep in there. It's which, from which August. Which is also like a... Which is also like a late 80s, early 90s thing where you could talk to artists from back then and they'll tell you all the names that they had before they became famous. Yeah. Like all the different horrible rap names that they exactly. had. Exactly. And even till then, they're like, what the hell? What yeah. the hell was I thinking? Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what it was. I had so many, like um, Off the Top Rope and... Uh, damn, I'm trying to remember a lot of... I, suplex, Donuts... I don't know. It was just a lot of random names. Okay. I, I would pull up the list, but it'll take me too much time. No, but it's no, like far back. <laughs> um, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys landed on Lucha though. How did How did that? So okay. So from there, I actually was considering Wrestle though. I was driving to her house actually. Uh, we were because we were gonna start pricing out everything because we were like, okay, we're getting somewhere with this. It's gonna be wrestling theme. We got the donut recipe down packed. We're gonna uh, We're gonna start selling out of my house. Mind you, I live in the middle of nowhere, so I don't even know how. I had, to, I was like, I need to pull this off somehow. I, I, Sounds I did, like Nosberry Farms to me. I did. I mean, <laughs> to tell you, Nosberry Farms is ten minutes away from me. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. so yes, I live. To tell you, where, uh, I'm not gonna give you that. No, 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 no. Show up there. I'd, uh, I'd, I'd have to put like waiting music, but like edit that nah, part nah, out. Nah, but but, but just, you're out there. You know? I'm out there. Like okay. it's uh, two acres of land. Just okay. to give you a little brief description, two acres okay. of land where there's not no signal, and oh, yeah, we have to rely on Wi-Fi. And the Wi-Fi is shitty all the time. So that's why and you I made your own donuts. And I have two neighbors. Oh, you have two, and that's it, two neighbors. Yes. A lot so. of people in South Florida cannot say they only have two neighbors. I have two neighbors. I don't even count the ones in the back because yeah. it's like one or two also. Yeah. Wow. My, my immediate neighbors, yeah, right there. Man. Two neighbors. One up here, one in here. And that one's not even living there. So So there's not a Krispy Kreme or a Dunkin' Donuts? No, for sight. that, it takes me a good 20 minutes just to get well, to. that's why you had to make donuts. To make your own. Um, make your own. But in regards to the name, yeah, I was driving to her, to her apartment. And um, I actually was considering wrestle though. Wrestling. Yeah, and then and then I was like, what if I change it into some something Hispanic? I had that little Hispanic touch to it. And yeah. then I was like, oh, lucha though. 
I actually thought, which is a story we tell everyone, I thought it was stupid. I was like, <laughs> you this, hated the name. I hated the name. I absolutely, I, I did not like it. I was like, Lucha. And then we were sitting at the table, and she's like, say it again. I'm like, Lucha, though. She's like, okay. Do you not see it? And I'm like, no. And I'm like, I. <laughs> I'm like, it's a cool name. I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm yeah, like, like it has two. Play on words. Yeah, it has a play yes. on words on it. And then I texted it to my and then I texted it to my brother, but I think this happened after. I was like, Lucha Do. She's like, I'm like, I don't get it. And then she was like, Lucha Door, Lucha Do. Um, people to this day think it's Lucha Dona. I don't know why. They just they they completely disregard the O, the G and the H and Do and they just put Dona. They added even my dad. My dad learned my name the Lucha Do name. Uh, like a couple weeks ago all because he saw a sign he was like oh Luchador he's like I thought it was Luchador and I was like no but this was like then uh, shout out to Fox so yeah so then I thought it was stupid and then but she eventually convinced me where I was like holy shit yeah Luchador Luchador you saw it I was like so yeah and then I texted it to my brother and he got it right away and I was like what the hell I'm like, the only <laughs> what one am not, I missing what am I missing and I was like alright there you go from then on, right away, I remember we went to Target just to stroll around Target. We, I got back in the car, emailed the lawyer back, hey, we're going to settle on Luchado. Um, and yeah, the rest is history in regards to the name. And we were selling out of our house um, since August of 2020. I believe it was August 17th. I started taking pre-orders and I, I think it was that weekend. August 20 something um, we started taking orders we wow. people started coming to uh, our house because we you know you start um, hyping it up and everything yeah, yeah. Um, and originally what I wanted to do was uh, because I was sitting out of my house I was like okay I have the land my dad has the land not I I don't have the land my dad does yeah. and he has the two acres of land what can I how can I use this where it will attract people to come what did I do I bought um, I wanted to do almost a drive-in wrestling uh, movie theater basically with okay. donuts with donuts so where you would drive in outside of my gate I'll have the big projector screen and then you would be watching old school wrestling while you're in your car eating my donuts what but wow. my sticks and everything broke from Amazon from, yeah, from Amazon <laughs> they broke and therefore I couldn't really do it and also at that time, the crowd wasn't really big into wrestling. Gotcha. I mean, so a lot yeah. still to this day, some people don't get it. They're just like, you have delicious donuts. I'm like, okay. And then when I post something wrestling related, they do not understand. You lose them. You lose I lose them. them. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of a hard one to pull off at times. But um, so yeah, that was the original concept. And from August till December of 2020, I was taking online orders only Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. Um, I would do online orders. You would pre-order. Um, you would just straight DM me, and gotcha. it was cash at Venmo. That's how you would pay me, yeah. and then from there you would just come. Right. You would have to come all the way to, to come get them. Yeah, BFE to come <laughs> get your donuts. And then sometimes people will be like, you just see them like slowly pulling in because they're like, is this the place and yeah. everything? So yeah. I mean, most of it was family and friends for the most part. I mean, we had a few that were people we didn't know. Yeah, that's it. That was the. The beginning was family. The core friends. of the, yeah, the core of the, the course. So, yeah, uh, we thought of that, the, we got the donut recipe down, we got the name down, we trademarked it right away. Um, and I even had a logo pretty well off, like what, in a month or two of being in yeah. there? But I didn't release it until I got got it trademarked as well. Okay. Um, 
brother's Yeah, my brother's friend is a graphic designer and he made okay. a fantastic lo uh, logo. I told him I want something gritty. I, um, I told him something along like, I really like the Wu-Tang. Okay. So I yeah. wanted something. It's like iconic. With it's emblematic. That. Exactly. Yeah. And he loves Wu-Tang so he understood right there. Okay. And then I was like, some, I was like, incorporate that somehow, even if it's just the color yeah. of their logo. And yeah. I was like, just like grittiness and just that. But mixed with that, like, I don't know if you've seen Lucha Underground. Yes. Yes. I, 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 mean, I, I haven't sat through all the seasons, but I'm familiar with it. Okay, well, yeah. something like that. And, yeah, um, la, long story short, I'm saying that now. I've been saying a long story, <laughs> but um, then on I met Los. Like, I messaged Los on his collectibles. And, yeah. Um, and, yeah, and then he was like, hey, have you ever considered a pop-up? I was like, What's a pop up? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I, here I am thinking I'm just gonna sell out of my house for a while until I get a brick and mortar. Yeah. And then he's like, let's meet up. We met up here actually at MIA. And yeah, um, he was like, yeah, let's do a pop up for Valentine's Day, bringing your donuts, selling. I was nervous as hell because I was like, what is this? We talked a little bit about wrestling. Yeah. And that was my first time ever meeting Lowe's. And ever since then, I have to give him like a huge props to him in the sense of like, I. Um, like he got me started to the point where like I would go introduce myself to someone in the industry and yeah. they would already know who I who yeah. we oh, were. Yeah, we got That's our name out there so, so much. So like I owe so much to Los in that sense. Oh, okay. um, Yo, big shouts to Los, man. Yeah, sure. like, biggest sweetheart. Him and Naira, honestly, like yeah, nice. God bless them, dude. Like they they got us like as just by them putting our name out Just there speaking yeah. and speaking about us yeah. they got us out there like That's everyone would tell me oh yeah I heard from you from Lowe's oh yeah from Lowe's from Lowe's from Lowe's from Lowe's <laughs> so then I thought this was actually pretty cool that we were here because I was like oh fuck like it makes sense excellent yeah it's those corny little love stories you know That's what I'm talking about <laughs> Bruce Beast and Eats is always about corny love stories amongst other stories including beer stories music stories and food stories uh, we got a lot more to discuss we're going to get into the brew segment in a moment. Um, you guys want to give them um, the IG, maybe the upcoming um, events, things going on. This episode will drop at the end of the Mar uh, end of March. So anything after that for the listeners, where they can find you, so on and so forth. Go, you want to go through? Yeah. So you can find us on Instagram at Luchado and any other platform. So Facebook, TikTok. Instagram Twi mainly. Instagram. I said Instagram. Oh yeah, Facebook. Um, and it's, Twitter it's like it. as well. Um, upcoming events for April will be at Sunshine Market on Sunday. April. The point 3rd. is, that April is going to be really packed okay. with events. So gotcha. yeah, we'll we have, be at, we're going to be pulling doubles. We'll be at Sunshine Market April third. We'll be at Unbranded Brewing for their Bash at the Brew, which is a wrestling event. Yes, um, Friday. On Friday, April eighth, April 9th, which is a Saturday. We will be. At, um, uh, we're gonna be all the way in Miami Lakes in a neighborhood you're not allowed to go to unless you live there. So, so that, that one's one a bit sketchy. Okay. But then right afterwards, we're gonna be in their grand opening of Hybrid um, Brew House, which is a new coffee and beer. slash beer shop. Okay. And oh. Kendall. Um, nice. Afterwards, we're gonna be Irie Jungle. Okay. For tripping okay, animals. Trip and animals. Okay. And I would say the big main event though would be all the way in August for our two-year anniversary wow. at Unbranded Brewing. We are going to be releasing our stout that we collaborated so in oh, with that's Unbranded. Right. I saw that on IG where there was a bunch of donuts that were do dropped into. Exactly. 
And it's even going to be named after one of our infamous donuts, Latino Sweet. Um, fun fact, after Eddie Guerrero and yeah. a customer actually named that donut. But yeah, it's going to be named after. It's going to be called Latino Sweet. It's going to be a hazelnut cinnamon sugar stout. And yeah, we're going to see who we get in there to um, have a little party. To have a little party for our year anniversary. If you guys are looking for a DJ, I know we'll talk. We'll talk. I'll talk. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, Bruce Beeson needs the podcast. We're definitely going to talk. I got Nicole with me. I got Chris with me. It's the Lucha Doe team. Y'all stay tuned. Big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer. Beer, 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 beer. Big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer. Beer, 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 beer. Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast, and we have reached the Bruce portion. I don't know if I mentioned it early on, but I am Old Head Ed, the host of the podcast. <laughs> for those of you guys who are joining us for the first time, uh, thank you so much for joining us. For everybody else who's been around since the beginning, thank you as well. You already know me, but I, I just I felt like I should have said my name. We were talking so much about the Lucha Doe and how the name came to be, and then I realized, holy crap, I didn't even introduce myself. <laughs> but who am I? Really, who am I? Um, I can tell you this, though. This is the, the segment of the podcast that most guests like. They're like, oh, we're drinking beer? Great. I'm there. Like, it's the selling point a lot of times. It's like... You know, I tell people, hey, I do a podcast. Oh, that's pretty cool. He's like, yeah, you want to run a show? I'm like, oh, let's see. Hey, we drink beer. Oh, yeah, when? When do you want to go? And then their calendar clears out. Oh, but, my uh, God. Just... <laughs> but, but nonetheless, for those of you here for the first time, this is the segment of the podcast where I provide four beers for our guests to try. Um, while we try these beers, we'll get into some early beer memories. That hashtag hasn't taken off. We're almost in year three of the podcast, and I still have hope. I still have hope that one day... Hashtag EBM. People are going to start sharing their early beer memories. And, and then I'll be like, I contributed to this social media sphere. <laughs> One day. Okay. Let's I'll see. Make sure to plug that out there. Yes, what I'm talking about. Um, so, yeah. I mean, nothing changes here. I got four beers for you. We all have four beers. We're going to try these out. Uh, we're going to get your thoughts. Um, while we try them, I'll give the listener a couple of notes. It's easy. going to be easy today because they're all MIA Beer Co. beers. Okay. Um, so, I'll give them the name and then the ABV. And uh, yeah, man, you guys down? You guys ready? Let's go. Excellent. We're going to start off, the very first beer we're going to start off with is the Rising Sunset. It is a sour, and it clocks in at a 4%. When you guys are ready, feel free. All right, cheers. Right, yes. Cheers. Yes. That's good. Good. Now, the, difficult, the difficulty for me is... Um, um, I love interviewing people at breweries, whether they work there or not or whatever. If they work there, then they're like, no, we'll give you beers. And then they'll give me beers. They'll tell me about the beers while I drink them. And then I realize I have to finish the podcast. <laughs> and, and the beers are starting to hit. And nah, That's kind of what I'm worried about. And I, <laughs> and I have a hard time talking it as it is. So it's like, it's now you're going to put some beers on it. And no food. Oh, and no, yeah, that's challenges, challenges. <laughs> um, what do you guys think of the uh, Rising Sunset? So I love sours, as you guys probably heard in the intro. It's a really good sour. I like I'm more I like sweets, so I like it a little bit sweeter. But this is like a perfect in between of sweet and also like the sourness of a sour. Gotcha. So gotcha. I think it's great. Yeah, I, I think they good they did a good job at not making it overly sour. Uh, it doesn't have it's like a, it's, it has a tartness, but it's not like over the top. Like oh, this is yeah. like pucker up too much. That's literally what I'm saying. I can't tell you the full details of like. <laughs> but all I know is it's good. It's good. It's That's good. it. You, you, sometimes you say more by saying less. Exactly. I don't know. You like it. You're both feeling it. Um, 
speaking of EBMs, this is where we ask, where I ask. Oh, actually, before we get into the early beer memories, let's talk about let's talk about like the first flavor you guys decided to go with, as far as donuts. As far as donuts. Yes. Oh crap! You gotta start with the traditional vanilla. Okay. Traditional okay. because ever since Krispy Kreme, since who knows how long they've been out. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's the, I feel like... The staple. It's the staple. Mm. Like, they made it a staple of, like, what everyone has to have on their menu right away. Because it's a flavor that everyone yes. enjoys. Whether it's, you're a picky eater or not, like, a simple, basic, traditional yeah. glaze is the way to go. So that would be the first one. Glaze one. It was that one, and it was actually two of them. Coco Bun Bruiser. Oh, yeah. Coco Bun Bruiser. It was our, like, first... I would say unique signature flavor. And okay. filled. And filled, and filled. donut. It wow. was filled with homemade dulce de leche. Ooh. And oh. topped with, uh, we got leche condensada, condensed milk, yeah. and turned that into a glaze and topped it wow. off with toasted coconut. Wow. Yeah. And he retired. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's in the a, Luchador Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame. There now. you go. Yeah, the first, we the retired first. him. Um, we might bring him out here and there. But we just, um, well, I really don't know what happened along the lines of why. Well, there's always, he could always show yeah, up like, at a Royal up. Rumble. Exactly. Like out of nowhere, he'd be one of the 30 contestants. The, the surprise somebody. entry right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's a great question. <laughs> well, we'll think about this after. There you go. Um, early beer memories. The first time you guys tried one, or maybe the first time you enjoyed one. I, I got mean, my story, but go first. Beer has always been around mm-hmm. in my house. Yeah. Um, Same. For the first time I tried one, I think I was probably in Colombia visiting family. Okay. So I had Colombian beer or like the beers that they drink. But I didn't really enjoy it. I mean, I had it, but it wasn't like... That's that's standard for the course. Like most of the yeah. time people try it and like, ah, oh, what is this? Yeah. But there was one that I liked. I think they also sell it here. It's like the Red's Green Apple beer. Okay. Red's Apple Ale? Maybe Red's, that. Yeah, yeah. A Red's Cider. Red's... Red cider. My son is a big fan of. Uh, he started off with reds too, but <laughs> my youngest. But uh, yeah, so red cider. Yeah, so that was one of the ones I had in Colombia. That one I did enjoy. But other beers was like, eh, okay, whatever. But I wasn't. I wasn't a big beer person. Okay. Ciders is a good place to start, I think. I mean, some people will be like, no, cider's not a beer. They're probably yelling at the podcast right now. <laughs> like, no, don't say that. But it is. It, it does open up your palate, I think. You know, it takes you away from the the typical like you know Coronas, the Heinekens, and so on and so forth. Of course, Chris. Oh, um, so mine earliest beer memory would be so uh, like she said, beer has always been also in my family. Always, yeah. um, every Sunday and Saturday they would have get-togethers and drink a lot. And so I was around that environment always, and um, I would say I I was probably like. 14 or 15, but I can't even say I really had my first beer. I had my first sip of beer, yeah, I would gotcha. say, because I had, like, I think, because Cor- Corona counts. was going around a lot, yeah, and yeah. it still does to this day in my household, yeah. and I had a first sip, but I thought it was crap, and yeah. and then eventually I went to college, and I guess college was where I can say I kind of enjoyed my first beer, Okay. but even then, I still couldn't tolerate it. I found it <laughs> too bitter for me. I remember my friend would, like... He was a big beer guy. He was from Argentina and he was huge on beer and he was like, yo, like beer, beer. But like, I actually was more introduced to liquor. Okay. Uh, yeah. More of like the yeah. dark liquors at first, the Got rums you. and the uh, amarettos and everything. That's what I was introduced to more 
that I actually liked. Gotcha. And that's what I was drinking most of my college uh, career. And then beer was still in the in the back of the line for me. Like, I gotcha. couldn't tolerate it. I had my first sip and skipped, like, almost a good <laughs> five, six years. I had my first beer before going to a club in college, and I still couldn't tolerate it. It wasn't until I was, like, completely drunk that I was like, okay, maybe now I can tolerate it. But even then, it was just either, like, liquor, some dark liquor, or, like, tequila shots or, gotcha. or aguardiente shots. Okay. But where I can say I can enjoy my first beer was honestly until I started doing pop-ups. Okay. Which was last year. Last year, right? Yeah. Oh, no, last year. last year, no, last year was 2021. Is that when yeah, we started? Yeah, yeah. The beer is kicking in. So, uh, so yeah, that, yeah. I would say earliest memory of actually enjoying a beer was last year. Last year, because wow. and it so much to the point where like I actually like now liquor. It's like I have to really be craving it. So I used to like my go-to was like a rum and coke, okay. very basic, gin and tonic. Yeah. Or an amaretto with coke if I was feeling more on the sweet side gotcha. but now I have to really crave it because my ghost is just beer because I find it a lot easier wow. to drink now compared to be- yeah compared to before I found liquor easier to drink got you oh so. man not bad well luckily we have more beer to drink oh yeah I'm excited we're gonna get into this second beer it is the dragon feathers um, shout out to Master Feathers. Yes, I was gonna get to that. Yeah, shout out to Master Feathers, DJ Master Feathers. Um, I've met him at uh, Focal, spinning at Focal uh, Brewery in Little River, uh, Little slash Little Haiti. Depending on who you are, you recognize it one or the other. Um, this is a Pilsner. It's a collab with DJ Master Feathers, and it clocks in at a 4.5 percent. You guys give it a go. Let me know what you think. Let's do it. Back at it. Cheers. Cheers again. Cheers again. It's like an arepa, I mean. An arepa? It, it tastes bready. It tastes like corny. Bro. <laughs> like, it tastes like corn. Like, okay. Like maize, like, yeah. yeah. it tastes like tortilla in there. See? You, <laughs> see, you know more terms than you think you do. You're like, that's that's pretty close to what people would describe as a bready beer. Really? Or a biscuity. That's I, why like I, I can see that. Yeah. I like it. You like it? No, I taste like arepa. Really? I like it. I love arepa. Yes, right. so, but I taste like it takes corn. you to arepa, like that's where. Yeah, it I think you. about tortillas, right? Nice. Arepa, like. Okay. I like it. It's pretty smooth. Yeah, it's, I'm it, it reminds. It's like kind of like a lat, like pilsner. You said right? pilsner. Yeah. Okay, pilsner. reminds me of a lager, <laughs> but lager. I'm not good with beers. They're, they're very, they're very similar. I confuse them. Yes, a lot of people, a lot of people go. You know, they're typically lager pilsner. And when they say, oh, I, like, I just drink regular beer, they're referring to either lager or a pilsner. Yeah. Gotcha. That's what they say. So. That lagers or pilsners would be my second favorite. Yeah. Pilsner would be first. Pilsner was actually what really like um, kind of eased our way into the beer scene. Because we, we went to Orlando and we fell in love with the Orange Blossom Pilsner. Okay. Have you ever had it? It sounds like I come across it. I'm trying to remember. Almost, it's like a, it's a, has a lot of citrus in it. And it has like a hint of that honey gotcha. in there. Okay. Real smooth. Very famous over there in Orlando because since Orlando is known for their oranges. Okay. Um, but yeah, Pilsner is actually <laughs> nice. Yeah. Where was that? Like, you guys approve. You guys approve. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love this. Really, actually, really yeah. good. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna mess, finish this. One. I mess with it too. I mess with it too. Finish sure. all of them. <laughs> Working up an appetite here. Um, yeah, we really are. That was the second beer. Um, so we, you had, we left off where you guys mentioned that breweries 
uh, it wasn't until you started doing the pop-ups that you became more acclimated to the different type of beer. Mm-hmm. And it seems like ever since then, I've always caught you guys at breweries. Yeah. Um, I think it was Unbranded after here. Um, a couple times at Unbranded. Uh, the Bash at the Brews a couple Saturday nights. Uh, when we were in that warehouse sweating our ass off. Yeah. Watching... I wish I could remember how my son described it. Uh, big sweaty men slap meat. <laughs> There's some phrase in there. Sounds about right. Yeah, and uh, and they, I mean, uh, CCW, they put on a hell of a show. They do. I was amazed. I was surprised at the value that I got from my dollar for like for buying a ticket and finding it so affordable. And then I'm thinking, ah, it's an amateur show, it's that, and you go and the show that they put on, you're like, holy crap! I was I've been here for three hours and the show was great and these guys really put it all out there yeah and you guys are selling donuts there so that's always a good look too um so it breweries are just the virtue of just the fact that you guys started off here and then um they kind of like welcome donuts is what's the connection with brewery and donuts i guess the bread we're still questioning that oh, it, still- it, it, just, <laughs> it just it just snowballed everyone kind of because of Los, it snowballed gotcha. people knew who we were and we would reach out and be like yeah we've heard of you and then we were like, can we go? Or they'd be like, can you come? And we'd be like, sure. And then that's... <laughs> yeah, word, word of mouth, really, um, yeah. is what got us into breweries. And then people are always asking us, what market are you at? And we're like, we don't do markets. Yeah. It's like, not because we don't want to. We only do one market. And that's the yeah. one in Kendall. Yeah. Shout out to Sunshine Market right there. Right. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, really... It just again word of mouth. I honestly didn't even know what a brewery was. Like yeah. I, I was really ignorant to the whole scene of a brewery. Wow. Like no offense to breweries, but like I literally did not know until Neither I started doing pop up. Yeah. Neither one of us. Yeah. I actually thought, for example, the place we're currently at, MIA Brew um, Beer Company. I thought you needed some sort of like special pass or something just to come eat here. Oh. I didn't so know it was a, it's like open an to the public. Yeah. Okay, got you. Yeah, because I would see my friend that was part of like uh, that she had a job at a running shoe store and then I would see her posts and I was like how do you get in there I guess you have to be something with athletic oh because a lot of times breweries do the uh, run clubs yes so, okay alright so, so you saw that and you're thinking oh you gotta be selected too. exactly <laughs> so then that's but yeah like and then just fast forward to now it's just I'm so questioning to this day what that connection is yeah, I guess East and East goes well yeah. and um yeah it's been fantastic for us just that um at night market Got you. Um, and just, yeah, that gritty scene of just, you know, people are just having a great time, more than a right. great time, and they just crave a little something sweet, and it no, goes really well. No doubt, and I'm sure that, you know, um, I'm glad you guys mentioned Yeast and Yeast. Uh, you guys did a pairing at Yeasty Brews uh, a couple of months, was it a couple months back? It was a month yeah. ago, man. It was time, a month ago. Time flat, no, yeah. no. Two months ago. Two months ago. Two months ago. Wow. Two, yeah, months, two ago, months ago. You did a pairing, a beer pairing there. Um, I, I could. I mean, you guys pull up to Broward, and I gotta show up because it's a lot closer for me when you're up there. <laughs> of course. And um, and then I'm really good friends with the people at Yeasty, so I was like, and I love the staff there, and uh, so I'm like, yo, I gotta pull up. I bought my ticket. I showed up, and I was not disappointed. I'm glad you guys kind of came together and decided. How did you guys decide the the beer? And donut combination for each one of those. They reached out to us. Okay. And um, Danielle, and Danielle she like, tried her donuts at the unbranded uh, Maverick Town event. Okay. And then from then on, she messaged us suggesting a beer and donut pairing. Okay. And I was like, 
Yeah, that sounds fantastic. We, we've heard here and there from other breweries, like, hey, let's do a donut beer pairing, but it never happened. And then she was really determined, and we made it happen. And, and it happened mo better than I actually expected. Yeah. I did nice. not know it was going to go as well as it did. Yeah. Wow. When we went, because we, we tried the pairing before, we picked, we picked everything and all of yeah. that. Um, Danielle had, like, an idea of what beer she wanted. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I think these would go well with these. And then we, it was, it was Christian, Dan, Lewis, and, and I, we were, we all tried them and we're like, okay, yeah, th these are the ones that are going to work. And that's how the pairing came up. Nice. That and then she got co Nicole got COVID and yeah. missed out on that. That's show. why you weren't there. The okay. first pairing. You had your, your brother was with My you. My brother, yeah. Okay, yes, yeah. That's I why I first to... met your brother. Yes, yeah. Oh he was there. man, I had to miss out on that one. Oh damn! It was a great event. I mean, <laughs> it was sixty. People I mean, I'm glad plus. you didn't show up. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I in, a it, in a good way. In a good way. It was sixty. Yeah, it was like sixty people plus. Oh, which, it was amazing. Which it like I was like wow. Yeah. It humbles you. It really. It, it's like um, it's like overwhelming in the sense of like wow this is awesome but at the same time yeah. humbles you're like wow like yeah. I pu we pulled this off like you don't even believe <laughs> it you're like okay yeah. wow yeah. no you guys did a great job with, with the, the donuts the beers are great at Yeezy's and then the donuts and then I like the fact that um, Yeezy's their they their beers are it says artisanal and you don't quite get it until you like taste it and then you're like okay and then you see why it works so well with the donuts that you guys put out because yeah. they're not as much as as much as you you know you like to keep the staple you, you always have to include a staple flavor yeah like the vanilla but you guys you got venture out with these flavors yeah. like you said with the condensed milk mm -hmm. and then the coconut flakes so it, it goes hand in hand in that sense i think mm -hmm. with it. it's just like it's artisanal um you, you know you might pay a little bit more but you're getting something for it, you know. You're getting, yeah. you're getting your money's worth. At least I think. Of course. Let's get into this third beer, and then we're gonna talk donut holes. Oh, okay. okay. So, um, all right, all right, right. this third beer is the Mick Amber. Okay. It is an amber lager, and it clocks at six percent. Um, you guys, give it a go, and let me know what you think. Okay, we're, we already did today. It's tradition now at this point. Very smooth one. Okay. I don't know if you're gonna like the last one. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Okay. Nicole's digging it. Nicole's digging it. It's like malty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's good though. Nice. I'm still trying to dig it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's searching. Christian's searching for it. Um but a little more bitter. Mossy, but a little more bitter. More bitter, okay. Yeah. Especially in comparison to the uh, the Pilsner prior to that. Yeah. So you guys recently started doing donut holes, a.k.a. the Rumblers. Yes. Yep. Okay. Did your homework. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I got to do my homework. That way I can tell people about them. And of then course. I kind of sound like I know what I'm talking about a little bit. I so am the, messing with you. So I, 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 the first opportunity I had to try the Rumblers was at the... Um, Tate's comic book shop. Yes. They were doing their anniversary. You guys, again, you guys, you, you guys end up getting closer and closer to me. And I was like, you guys are like 10 minutes away from where I live. Like, I had to show up. Um, and I tried the French toast rumblers uh, with the syrup. That you, it was a syrup. Yeah. Okay. Was that a, was that, what kind of syrup was that? Maple. Maple, it was it was maple, maple syrup. syrup. Yeah. Okay. If you want the grade of it, it was, I think, grade A. 
Okay. Great. But it was, it was maple like syrup. Maple it wasn't, syrup. yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't your, uh, yeah. your typical yeah. pancake syrup, no. you know. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't yeah. like this. Yeah. Okay. It was like understand. a field company, whatever it's called. Like Mrs. Butterworth. Okay, or, cut the check, know. Mrs. Butterworth. Like any of those. That <laughs> no, wasn't one of those. No. Um, it, it was great. Oh, I, I liked it. Cinnamon and sugar on the side, of, on the outside of those. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, great. It was really good. It helped me out on the drive. I was driving to the West Coast, and it, it helped out on the drive. I was like, it was awesome. <laughs> then, <laughs> a couple weeks after that, we're at uh, oh St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are back at Yeasty. And I show up, I say what's up, and then you got these fruity pebble ones. Yeah. Those are... <laughs> oh, really? I've been telling people. I've been telling people, and I'm like, yo, you don't, you're not going to believe me. And then when I find out that the filling, which is... There's a taro. A taro yeah. filling. My niece tells me, yeah, it's, it's purple yams. Yeah. It's purple. And I was like, that's what that is? So I was like, I was blown away by the fact that it's like, oh, oh, you guys are getting... You're taking vegetables and sneaking them in there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Something along the lines. Yeah, we were trying to go for like, so we are, we love um, boba tea. Mm. I don't know if you've had it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I have. And that was, that's my go-to. It's a taro boba tea. Okay. I just, I and, yeah, I, it's, I always went Thai or chai. That was it. No, they have so many. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I do I, mango boba. Really? And I get oh, man. Yeah. I gotta hang out with you guys. We gotta go drink boba tea. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do it. Because I, 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 there's a whole world there that I haven't tapped into. Like I'm just like the staple. Yeah. I'm like uh, the, the chai iced tea <laughs> or Thai tea with the bobas. And it started becoming a scene here. I feel a lot more now because I remember in college, in two, this was two thousand between two thousand fourteen and two thousand sixteen. That's when I got introduced to it because over there where I lived, I lived in Winter Park. Okay. And uh, I was going to Full Sail University, and they in every corner they had a boba spot, a boba spot, and there's one road where like it's nothing but like food inspired by the Asian culture okay and that's all it is and then there's so many boba spots there wow. and then I noticed it when I moved back slowly but surely not the first couple of years me moving back to Miami but like it started picking up here gotcha. but over there every corner you would go to there was one there was one across the street from uh, my um, university and yeah that's where I got introduced to it they described me the way they the cashier um, described the taro to me was kind of like she was like you know the cereal milk that mm-hmm. remains after obviously yeah, the yeah. cereal she's like okay like that and I was like okay I was hooked just by her selling it yeah. to me like that you and sold I, me on cereal yeah, yeah and I was like let's do it and yeah ever since then like then I started like finding ways to incorporate it because over there in Orlando they actually have a couple of desserts right that we've had before yeah. with taro with, or okay. ube in other words also yes. they call it ube as well um, but um I thought, bring it down here in Miami. Why not? I'm already here doing the donuts. So yeah. Incorporate it somehow. Said. So, so cereal milk, fruity pebbles. That's, that, yeah, that's, that's a hell a of a marriage. It is. It's, yeah. yeah. I love it. And it, originally, the, the the rum berries, that flavor, we had it as a donut. We mm. had macho. Um, okay. The difference was we didn't, the filling in macho was the actual cereal milk. It wasn't the taro filling. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But it did have um, a taro glaze, which was just a slight hint. It wasn't like really something. It wasn't the main thing on the donut. Yeah. So then what he decided was just like, it. let's enhance it, make it, in, let's fill the donut hole with the taro filling. Wow. 
man. Excellent job. Excellent job to both of you. I, yes, I am a big fan. <laughs> I, I was, uh, <laughs> I find myself now going like, okay, plotting my weekends. Like, all right, where are they going to be this weekend at? <laughs> so uh, I might find myself uh, at a location where you're going to be at this weekend. Oh, Don't be Kendall. surprised if I pop up. <laughs> okay, drive all the way to Kendall. And sometimes or I got to drive. Yeah. Or Hialeah, too, yes, yes. yes. Tomorrow. Uh, well, tomorrow, tomorrow of the recording, but not tomorrow of oh, the release. Exactly. So it's a little different. So don't show up to Hialeah yeah, yeah, no. tomorrow. Actually, no, we will be there. What? Oh, that. That's you're, right. You're posting. It's the thirty, the thirty-first. So it'll be the end of the oh, month. Oh no, just no, kidding. Yeah, just we're, kidding. we're just we're, we're just playing here. here. We're playing here. Just kidding. But you'll know where they're at. But I'm gonna show up. Just follow on Instagram. That's and it. You'll know. That's it. Luchador. Be part of the cool kids. That's the reason I know. Just don't follow the Filipino luchador. <laughs> There's a Filipino lucha though out really? there. Oh, yeah, the but uh, they they had an account for I think like one like I they only have one post. Okay, and it's, oh, been, so like, it's, it's been like that for years now. So put it this way, lucha do ph. If you so. if you arrive at lucha do and you see that I'm not one of the followers, that ain't the place. Exactly, exactly. that ain't the place. If it doesn't have a scary looking mask as a logo, then it's not the place. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Let's get into this fourth and final yeah. beer. Um, man, Christian, you, you're, doing, you're doing a hell of a job here. Yeah. Cleaning. Yeah. Cleaning house over here. For real. Let's get into this fourth and final beer. <clears throat> this last one is the One Punch. It's a triple IPA. And yeah, this is a 10%. So we're oh, definitely yeah. going to feel this. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to feel this. Slurring on words. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to make it to the eat segment. Cheers. We gotta make it to the. We have to. We have to. It's it's part. It's part oh, for the course. That's so smooth. Well, he, you're an IPA type of guy. This is this is. <laughs> Nicole, what do you think? <laughs> this is bitter. Okay. Yes. But it's good. It's not. It's good. What do you think? So I was gonna say gonna I'm gonna on piggyback you. on that. Uh, my my listeners, my people, my listeners, they know that I am not an IPA fan. Really. Um. But I have, throughout the years, found IPAs that I can drink. Okay. Um, and for this being a triple and a 10%, this is very, it's very good. Um, the bitterness doesn't linger. That was always my thing. It's like, I remember early on trying IPAs and it was like, why do I want to drink, take another sip? I'm still tasting it. Like, I still, <laughs> I still taste the bitterness. I'm not, I don't feel of course. like... Um, persuaded to drink another sip of that I still taste it so this one now there's a caveat it might be because little by little I've tried more and more yes I don't know if that's just kind of like my palate has adapted to like it like an acquired taste an acquired taste people at the very beginning tasting this might pick up might feel the same way I did when I first started drinking IPAs okay. so I don't know um, shouts to Twin Flame Brewing uh, I did a collab beer with them Almost a year ago, and they knew my they knew my my relationship with IPA, and they worked on something. They put together something specifically for my taste. Wow! And and it's one of one of my favorite IPAs. Can he still get it? No, we can't. No, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I collaborated. We can't get anymore. But we might bring it back. Okay. We might bring it back. Okay. Uh, Diana Bryan. I think the people are asking for it. We got to get together I have and make to it try again. This now. And we got it. Yes. We got to come up with a dope ass label. Yeah. We're, Diane and Brian, shouts to Twin Flame. Go find them. Go find them on uh, Twin Flame Brewing. 
at Instagram. Where are they located? They're located. They're home brewers. Oh, so they're, 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 they're in the Fort Lauderdale area. Oh, nice. um, they've okay. poured at um, Yeasty's um, anniversary. They've poured at uh, Black Flamingo. Actually, oh shit, shouts to them. Uh, this April, they're pouring in Wynwood at Veritage. Nice. Um, they're going back for their second year at Veritage. That's V-E-R-I-T-A-G-E. Go check them out. Buy a ticket. Go check them out. Twin Flame, one of the dopest home brewers. And not because they kind of like pandered to me and... <laughs> and made a, an IPA that I would like, but yo, shouts to them. I'm not being biased here. No, not at all. What do you guys think of the one punch? I think Should it's we smooth. Go oh yeah, you said smooth. To me, it's smooth. Mm-hmm. Well, you're an IPA guy, so it's I, kind of. I love it. You've been to, you've been to this rodeo before, so for you, it's not like. Yeah, I. I don't. Yeah, I, I can't even say what got me into the IPAs, honestly. No. A lot of them do. Too, what I can say is that a lot of IPAs do taste similar. Yeah. And then you can always. There's always that one that you're like, okay, this is not what I like. <laughs> yeah. So, but a lot of yeah. So. But you like bitter stuff because you like your coffee black. So. Yeah. Mm. So it, it goes right in line it with the, the most of the preferences. Yes. The darker the chocolate, the better. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we, we, yeah, we kind of apply that to our donuts too. We don't um, want them to be overly sweet. We don't want it to taste uh, so. How can I, yeah, mm. sure, like you're gonna be like, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what the like, hell is this? Too sweet. Yeah. Or like. It tastes like too artificial. Like if it tastes artificial. Name, I don't know how the word in English, but like empalagado, like not like. That's a new, that's a new Spanish word up. for me. There yeah. you go. Empalagado. Meaning okay. like choked up, I guess. Gotcha. Yeah. Words, right? Okay. Yeah, or okay. like just overwhelmed with the sweetness. Man. Well, this is the moment where we kind of go through like, we get a real quick, like the best or the least favorite to the most favorite, one through four. Um, where do you guys stand with the beers you've tried? Okay, I would say based off of which ones I drank the most out of, Dragon Feathers is probably number one okay. for me. Uh, number two would be MC Amber. Okay. Number three, Rising Sunset, and then One Punch as number four. Got you. Okay. It's not an IPA gal. Okay. Cool. For me. I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling. Let's go to the IPA guy and see what he yeah. thinks. Um, number one being obviously number one, right? Um, one punch, the one punch, which is like the tri- it's a triple IPA, it's right? It's a triple, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, number two would be Rising Sunset because it still holds a little bit of that bitterness that I enjoy. Gotcha. Number three would be Dragon Feathers, and then number four, MC Amber. Ah, excellent, my peoples. That was the bruise segment. It was painless, right? Like you didn't even feel it. We felt it, but you didn't feel it. <laughs> Or drink a beer with us. Or drink a beer. See, that's funny because I brought that up on the podcast before where it's like, I would love to make this a drinking game while you're listening, but most of the time people listen to this while they're driving. Okay, and I don't want don't you, do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Have a donut while you're driving. That works. That works. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. We'll be back with the Beats portion. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast, and we have reached... The beats portion. I got Luchador with me, Christian Nicole. Um, I'm still your host. This is the portion of the podcast where we get to know our guests' musical tastes, um, what's on their playlist. Um, you know, maybe talk about their favorite artists, uh, what motivates them, what moves them. You know, 
sometimes people listen to certain music at the gym. What what they listen to when they're uh, making donuts? If there if there's such a thing, we'll ask about that too. There's definitely a playlist for we make for donuts. donuts. Well, let's start there. Let's start there with the donuts. What happened? Make it donuts. Oh really? Yeah, that was my hair. Okay, so you want to start where? When we with, make donuts, a playlist? Yeah, yeah. What do you listen? They make two different. Okay, so. Depends the mood. What I mean by mood is it are we rushing? Is it rush hour where we're like crap, we have to crunch Deadline. all of this out yeah. by this time to make it to the event at this time. And then there's the one where we're still hanging around, having a great time. So we really got into um let me start off with like the more chill. I guess the whole that whole lo-fi hip hop scene. Lo-fi hip hop heard okay. about it, yeah. So we got we put that. If we're like feeling that's like, like our early morning. That's like our early morning because sometimes we have to crank out these zones like three, four in the morning. So um, most of the time like three in the morning. Yeah. Right? Wow. Yeah. Three in the morning we have to crank out the donuts. And um, yeah, we put on some lo-fi, something really relaxing. Because okay. we just woke up, I'm a little on it's the early. I'm a little on the cranky side, yeah. you know, <laughs> like I told you have your coffee and all that. We played lo-fi um, hip-hop. And um, and then we started picking up a bit. Um, what she, when Nicole really got me into, what I realized I was missing out on in my early days, actually One Direction. <laughs> so One Direction and like Harry Styles gets these donuts going. <laughs> like we're there and we're like, holy crap! I'm like, don't judge people. And then no, I'm just like, I was, I'm just like, man, what was I missing when I was younger? <laughs> Like, I was like, these beautiful four, well, four guys, right? Yes. Four men, what they're producing is, like, ridiculous. And it's that good, keeps happy vibes. Really good feel music. So that's what, like, so because of the Luchador branding, mm-hmm. some people might think, like, something like, oh, like some heavy metal or something. Some guar or Yeah, but, like, not a, but, like, if you think about it, it's quite the opposite. We're listening there to, like, some, yeah, some One Direction. Okay. Some Harry Styles. And then I, I like, um... One style of music that's really stuck with me throughout the years is like, um, how would I, like very easy going, like, like not tropical house, no, not tropical, just house music, Okay. but not like the dubstep, not the hardcore yeah, dubstep, yeah. like that. The double time, heavy yeah, beat. Yeah, no, not at all, like more, how can I describe, like. You're probably talking about something that's kind of very um, ethereal, right it's now. kind of like ethereal, or it's kind of like a vibe, just, just beats, like an atmosphere. Really. Yeah, that. Yeah. That or like some smooth jazz. So we're okay. me and her really love Chicago. We're huge on Chicago. We've been there so many times to the point where we want to take Lucha though eventually there. Wow. And okay. So when I think of Chicago, I think of um, jazz. Okay. So sometimes we crank out some jazz in there. Here and there we'll crank out, you know, I don't know, some Bad Bunny. Some, some Bad Bunny. Okay. And then something I'm big into time. 90s hip hop, so I'll just Got crank you. something that out. Okay. Uh, but that's mostly what we're listening to. When we're making donuts, overall. But yeah, would, if your mom is in the kitchen. Oh, if my mom's in the kitchen, I have to completely switch. So props <laughs> to all, both of our moms. They're actually the number one. So remember when I said earlier in the podcast, I said that my mom thought it was a joke. Yeah. My mom actually thought Luchador was a joke at first. And like to the point where she'll mock it in front of us. Like she'll be like, What the hell is this? Like, whatever, like I'm not gonna help with this. But the, although she would mock, she was always helping us. She would yeah, always be cleaning the, after yeah. us and doing whatever we asked her to do. To the point where now she'll ask us what's coming up this weekend, how can I help? Such a such. Wow. But anyways, with that being said in the music regards, is that 
as soon as she walks in, we gotta change the music. Because she's always like, because she was born in the 1950s. Wow. So she's always like, what is this? What's going <laughs> Every, on? What do you mean? alien to her. Yeah, like, what do you mean this and that? Oh, I don't like this, uh, I don't like this, uh, the vulgar words they yeah. are saying in here and stuff. Wow. So we have to swap it. So then we start playing, what we play a lot is like Vallenato, which is like, like Colombian music. Okay. Um, and just... Spanish music that isn't so vulgar. So like, that she okay. would like Vallenato, salsa, merengue. Okay. That, or the playlist changes when, when Mama Luchado is in there. Yeah, okay. when Mama Luchado is in there. Or Nat King Cole. She okay. loves like her Nat King Cole, Frank Sinatra. Something where she's like, I can do this. Or jazz. She and she, jazz. Yeah, she loves her jazz. And she, so then, it's just a matter of adapting, really. If my brother's in there helping me make donuts, we're playing some rock. Okay. So. Nice. So, yeah. We cater to the people. We cater to the people <laughs> and to ourselves. <laughs> well, and then when I'm by myself, if this is me um, making, because uh, normally I'm sometimes prepping by myself, um, like the actual dough, no. right? Yeah. So I'm just listening to yeah. wrestling podcasts. So okay. I don't nice. even listen to music, really. Yeah. Yeah. So excellent, Nicole. So Nicole, just being Nicole, uh, <laughs> going from here to there. You know, uh, what are you listening to in the car? What are you listening to? Um, before workouts, what are you listening to? So in the car, I actually listen to podcasts. Okay. So I don't. I know a good one. It's called Bruce Beast and he's a podcast. <laughs> Everybody should to listen. That one. <laughs> Everyone has to start listening to that one in the car. Yeah, but normally, listen to podcasts in the car. It's something that started maybe like two a year and a half ago. Okay. I, in my, I used to commute to work, and that's when I started listening to podcasts. So and now that's like my ritual. But now my commute is to go to his house to make donuts. Yeah. So um, that's basically, yeah, it's podcasts. But before, I actually have a playlist on Spotify called Car Rides, and I would oh, put shit. in okay, music dope. there. And I think I started doing that since like, so I got a car in 2017. Okay. So I guess since 2017, probably been, that playlist. You've been compiling that playlist. But I haven't added anything in a while. Okay. Because I haven't been listening to music in the car. Got you, got you. Um, Podcast took over. Podcast took over, yes. <laughs> but yeah, that's. But if I would, I would say probably it, I if I do listen to music in the car, I'm listening to that playlist, and that playlist has a wide range of things. It has okay. like. Maluma, Bad Bunny, it has like Foreigner, it has The Neighborhood, it has Arctic Monkeys, it also has like Sam Smith, Adele, oh, wow, okay. so it ranges a little bit, it also has like Salsa, so it, it goes a little bit everywhere, nice. it kind of depends on the mood. Was there a lot of music, I know you mentioned Mama Lucha though, was there a lot of music in the household when you guys were growing up? I mean, that's typically a Latin thing, it's like, it is. you're cleaning, every Sunday, yeah, yeah. yeah. well, my mama lucha though in this case uh she you know kind of how like we have our morning coffee okay as in, like if you're a coffee fan unless you have your morning coffee you can't start your day she can't start her day unless the music's playing wow so like when i'm going to my part-time gig or whatever it, it's like seven six in the morning and the music's already playing Nice. So, nice. yeah, so yes, and to answer your question, music has been very big. And on Sundays, my parents love to have a huge, um, not a huge, they like to have a get-together. Okay. And then they, on the TV, they blast 
their music. Their music. Yeah, and it has to always be in the background. If yeah. not, they don't... It, and sometimes it's like, it's so loud that you don't even know what you're talking about. So. <laughs> but it's always in the environment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, the, the music becomes like a, uh, another guest. Yeah. In, in the exactly. get-together. Yeah, it plays a part. It's the soundtrack. It's the soundtrack for whatever it is you guys are doing. Exactly. exactly. Nice. Excellent. Excellent. Um, favorite artist? I know Kid Cudi. And I didn't, you didn't have, have a favorite. favorite artist. That was hard. That was a tough one. And most people, they, they have a hard time narrowing it down, especially when they have such a wide uh, variety of like interests when it comes to music, which I applaud. I am, uh, and, and the listeners know this, I am like, my thing is strictly hip hop. Okay. You can play other stuff around me, and I won't. I won't necessarily be like, Take oh, that's out. trash. You know what I'm saying? But it's like I just treat it as that. It's just it's in the background. It is what it is. Um, but I, I'm I'm always in awe and in amazement with people who can kind of like, no, I really like this, and then I can listen to this, and I can listen to this. So there's that's certain things I can't listen to. And there's things that I can't. Okay, what what can't what don't you listen to? Let's go there. <laughs> I don't like country. Okay. And I don't like rock or heavy metal or anything gotcha. like that. Okay. So okay. I'll stick to the hip hop. I'll stick to the like pop, the classic pop, like the mainstream. Yeah. And I'll stick to like a little bit of more of the. Oh my god, I forgot the name right now. Like more. Um, pop. Indie music. Okay. Um, but as or I do like. Lo-fi beats as well. Yeah. Um, or like a little bit of house, but not that deep house. More gotcha. of like mainstream it's house, mainstream, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, a little That's more. That's what I would stick to. Or like the salsa and the bachata and vallenato. That all makes sense. That's always what was played in my house. Even now, like as I've gotten older, I like um, like mariachis. When okay. I was a kid, and my okay. parents would put that and be like, oh my god. It was god, torture. This yeah. is so terrible. Now I'm like, oh my god, I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. That's excellent. Yes, sir. We're good. Thank you so much. Christian, uh, big Kid Cudi fan. How did that? How did you come across Kid Cudi? In high school. Okay. I just a lot of um, in that time frame, Kid Cudi like was one of those. Uh, the music just I don't know. It just felt right. Okay. I've always been like a very emotional guy, if you want to say. Okay. So, like his okay. music, just like in a way, like, huh? You're a Pisces. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> uh, like his music, like I don't know, like I just re- how can I even explain this? I guess because of the emotions, I feel like the music just will portray more, and I was just like more like uh, I, I guess it's more revealing. I think. That, yeah. Yeah. So it gives. I, I get it, because it's, <clears throat> and I and I prefer. So going back to me being such a hip hop head, I prefer a hip hop song where you're telling me a story, you're like you're, you're doing a great job of telling me a story about something you've been through, because somebody's gonna relate. Yeah. Somebody's gonna relate. You know, everybody can do the the typical, you know, it, it, sell drugs, get all the girls. Yeah. Um, what else? I'm I'm I I got the most money. That's easy to do. But to, to what you're saying is the emotional side is like for you to, for someone as an artist, as any artist, let alone a hip hop artist, to be able to express emotion through that, through your music, and not, and not, uh, and not hold back, that to me, I applaud that all, yeah. all the time. Yeah. So, and, and I'm not a big Kid Cudi fan, but I know that he's very, it's, he was one of the few, one of the few or that, or that time frame that their, their vulnerability, their vulnerabilities, 
that damn one punch. Their vulnerabilities, like they'll put them out front, like they won't, yes. they won't hesitate to express it, which is great. I think we need that too. You know, hip hop can't be all just one thing, so it's it's great to have a little bit of that. Yeah, too. Yeah, like I'll listen to a lot of him, and then I remember like all like in high school, like I would get like like made fun of because of like the mainstream music I would like. Okay. So like I would listen. So my variety of, of music is huge. It's pretty big. Like I can listen. I love country. I love okay. your hip hop. I love your rock. All kinds of rocks. I yeah. know there's a huge variety, even in the hip hop scene, and the rock scene, and the country scene. There's all varieties. But I, I'm, I can adapt. Okay. I can say that I, I, um, I enjoy the learning about this new music. So the question originally was what the whole with the my well, car ride. Well, we could do that. We could do car. It was just your, your playlist. Was my playlist. So my playlist. Okay. So my playlist varies actually quite a lot. Other than gotcha. just Kid Cudi. Actually, as of late, I have not been listening too much as Kid Cudi. But um, I actually wrote down a couple like uh, Pearl Jam. Okay. Like, one of my go-to Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. Um, uh, if you want to take it like an order, I remember like in elementary, all I would listen to was T Pain and Don Omar. Okay. But then middle school went to that whole Evanescence. And Godsmack, I would listen to a lot of Godsmack, and then high school, which is more of whatever was playing on the radio, and then now I would say yeah, like the Pearl Jams, um, uh, Rise Against. I've been to several concerts of Rise Against. I like, I, I, I love the like some heavy rock, screamo rock. I enjoy okay. all those rocks, but then at the same time, I go from that, and then I'm in the mood of that. Bad Bunny and that current okay. Spanish vibe that we currently have. They all have a place. Yes, in, in and then where... from there, if I'm feeling more chill, I'll listen to some, yeah, some Glass Animals, some Tame Impala, some the Growlers. Okay, um, Tame Impala has been mentioned before on the podcast. Tame Impala's yeah. good. And we then, and Impala. then mm-hmm. I would go to, um, hold on, it, uh, oh, and then one of those songs that we really like is Player's Anthem by Junior Mafia. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. okay. So we absolutely love that song. Okay. So, like, what I'm trying to say with all of this, it just varies. I can go from, like, one to one to one. So, like, I'll be listening to, like, Florida Georgia Line. That's the only country thing I can think of right now. Very mainstream of it, but to, to like, the Outcast. I love, I absolutely love Outcast. Good choice. To the Pearl Jams, to the Rise Against, to the Slipknot, okay. to okay. My Chemical Romance, Evanescence, to... All these like artists, to the Growlers, to Tame Impala, to Bad Bunny. Yeah, it just it just varies. Like uh, Vicente Fernandez, Los okay. Angeles, uh, R.I.P. Uh, sure. like, yes, yes. Uh, Azules, yeah. Oh, Azules. Uh, like that color. Yeah. <laughs> there's also there's also Los Angeles Negros, but Los Angeles okay. Azules. Uh, yeah. To uh, um, in regards to house, I'm huge on flu. I don't even know if that would be considered a house. It's more of a very chill... I guess it is house, but it's like Flume and Alice in Wonderland. They're just two that, like... I remember through my... And Chainsmokers, like, through college. And then out of college, I would listen to them a lot. To the M&M's, to the Fifty Cent, to the Nas. Like, all of those. Yeah. So, that's excellent. Wu-Tang Clan is the one that is, like, one of the... In regards to the 90s, I would say... I appreciate the okay. most. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I would also say that because the show, the show helped obviously. Like, I love the, you see the show. On, uh, on Hulu? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic yeah. show. Excellent, excellent. Recommend it. But, um, 
Yeah, basically that I can go from the rock to the country to the Spanish to all of that. So I can't even tell you like I this is what I'm listening to right now. So yeah, it could change. It, it all change. goes based on the mood. Nice. Um, one, my last question regarding uh, music is um, since we're since Luchador, wrestling based. Um, there's a lot of wrestling, and I, and I can only imagine that a lot of your musical influences also come or introductions come from the any any wrestler worth their salt. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have an awesome intro, yes. You know, um, and it, and you know they usually start off with like some generic, like I guess I don't know if like the brand makes a a, a some type of beat or something okay. that it doesn't sound really great. Yeah. But then gets to the point when they're really good, and then they have music like from uh, from um, oh what's the one uh, time to play the game Triple from H. Mot- Triple H Motorhead Motorhead Motorhead. Um, he, and then and then you have like Jericho who plays in a band called Fozzy yeah. and then he has his own song coming out um, how much of your musical influence comes from like wrestling entrances entrances and and let's get a real quick like if you could do like top three entrance themes okay I got this yeah. um, do you have any influence of wrestling music <laughs> well, Nicole she, says to, oh, in her defense she got introduced to the wrestling scene when we started dating Okay. I'm not introduced. I well, had she like yes. Okay. When yes. I was a kid. My mistake. Yes. Yeah, you're right. When I was a kid, I, I, I had a neighbor that his sister and and he, I was friends with the sister and the brother. And the brother watched wrestling. Okay. This was during like the John Cena, the Rock era. Okay. Gotcha, so sometimes gotcha. I'd be at their house and I would watch WWE, but yeah. then I got older and I was like. There was no yeah. influence there. Gotcha, the influence gotcha. came in once I started dating. <laughs> so back to Christian. So, that's all Christian. So you're saying the music, how top three? Yeah, top three. Oh, gosh, there's more than top three, but off the top of my head, Batista's song. It's the ruthless aggression era, but Batista's songs go. Uh, are you familiar with Batista's song? I'm trying to remember it. It doesn't come to mind right away, but right now, the beauty thing, the beauty of it is, and do the editing. I'll okay. be playing it right okay, now while yeah. we're talking it's about. The it. I walk alone. I believe it's actually. Um, but anyway, I saw it actually live in concert, that song. It's, uh, okay. My goodness, that song is just the power. And yeah, it's like the rock. And I, I've always been into rock. So yeah. um, that song is just so powerful. And like, it makes the superstar. Gotcha. Like, it's ridiculous. Gotcha. Um, that's one. I know what he did. But I'm looking at him as a wrestler, not as the human being he represents. But Chris Benoit's okay. song goes extremely... Uh, it's intense. It's a it's a song that just it, it hypes you up. Gotcha. Um, that's the other one. I had the I had I had the lists in my head. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's Batista, Benoit. If we're talking '90s, Stone Cold Glass Shatter, obviously. Yeah, that's 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 iconic. Yeah. The '80s, I don't know. I, I'm not a Hogan fan. But Ultimate Warriors, there has been times where, so because of Lucha, though, I sometimes have to buy these songs okay. from whichever era. Yeah. And one of the songs that replete, re, as soon as I turn on my car, sometimes plays is Ultimate Warriors from the 80s. Okay. His song just, sometimes <laughs> I'm driving to these pop-ups and it's currently playing. I'm like, okay, I guess this is the song and I'm going to, uh, and anywhere really, and it just hypes you up. Um, so yeah, Ultimate Warrior would be another great one. So Macho Man? No, not even. No, so we got, we got four. I have so Motor, I, I, Evolution, 
for Motorhead, and also Motorhead, yeah. Triple H's song is fantastic. Chris Jericho's Break the Walls Down, how can you yeah, deny that's, that's that? Kurt Angle's, those, Kurt Angle's great. And if we're talking more of this generation, at this generation, I would say Seth Rollins' song is great. Okay. Adam Cole's song in WWE and AEW has been fantastic. It gets you into, and of course, CM Punk's. Like, I mean, that's a classic song yeah, that he living, has. Living so, ex- exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, how can you even go wrong with that? That's great. My I'm goodness. glad. I'm really glad that that uh, that these wrestling production companies are able to get the licensing on them. Yeah. You know, that's a great thing because a lot of times, you know, some artists can be very difficult as to what their, you know, where where their music is played. And I guess it all comes down to like if the if the the if money's the, right. If the money's right. Yeah, and before like at WWE, I, like at least like in the late. I, I mean, I started watching more of the late '90s, early 2000s. Gotcha. Um, that's when I feel like. The music really started. Um, they started doing they that. Where yeah. They started instead of having these generic yes. little theme songs. Correct. Like for example, Macho Man's song is a graduation song. Yeah. yeah so right. like instead of that, like they really started investing their money. I I, I mean I don't know the, the whole back scenes to it. I don't yeah. want to know. But but you can hear you it. Can you can hear it. Like they would actually invest in actual songs. Like that you would go to a concert to and pay Correct. for to go yeah. see. So and they, and even like um, I think the the most famous guy is Jim Johnston. He's the one that made a lot of the theme songs okay. for that whole time and for a long period of time. He, yeah, they really invested a lot into the music and because the music made yeah. the wrestler. Um, what about Edge's? Uh, oh, Edge's intro is fantastic. Edge, uh, I can't pronounce the name, but um, it's also Edge, with Edge's, Edge's, is, a, Edge's is part. Yeah. The, I would say, yeah, Edge is part of the top three. Okay. I'm not being biased because he follows us and oh, everything, hey. but um, he is our, yeah, that Edge's song is fantastic. Brock Lesnar's song, as soon as you hear it, you get... Yeah. And of course, The Rocks. But the thing is, The Rock has had several, just like every other wrestler has had several speed Iteration songs. of the, yeah. But the current rock song gives you goosebumps. Yeah. Because it has that nice guitar riff in the very beginning. Nice. 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 Not, yeah, so... So what is your top three? My top three, I would say Edge, Batista, and Chris Benoit. Okay. Wow. Excellent. Damn, but Rusev is great too. (laughs) I don't know. I don't really have a top three. Let's just say that. (laughs) The mind of a wrestling fan is like, there's so much. And it's a lot, Ed. It's definitely a lot. Yes. Oh, my gosh. A lot of them. Okay. My people's... We geeked out. Yes, that was the beat segment. We got one more segment to get through. The last one, but we're gonna make the best of it. Y'all know what it is. It's the E segment. I got Nicole, I got Christian. We're still here. Nicole's already putting in her vote for favorite segment. It's the E segment. Oh, the E segment. Yes. Y'all stay tuned. It's Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast. Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast, and we have reached the Eats portion. For those of you who don't know, I, that's the second time I've said that, but it's only the first time you're hearing it. <laughs> I still got Lucha though with me. We just put in our food order over at a MIA Beer Co., so you might hear people bringing food to us in the midst of it, which is great. We're ready for it. This is the part of the podcast where we get to know our guests' food tastes. Uh, what they like to eat, um, 
favorite dishes. Uh, what else? Um, desserts. We can talk desserts too. We can definitely talk desserts. Local spots. And local spots. And definitely, before it's all said and done, it's like we also got to touch on the food that you guys can absolutely not stand. Oh, I, I, always, okay. I always get a kick of that. Like people okay. are like, no, oh, stay down, keep that away from me. I don't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, let's start off with the uh, let's start off with the favorite dish, the go-to dish, the one that always gets your attention. Nicole. I mean, I love food, but I said, I mean, I just said at the beginning, wings or pasta. So I think I'm still gonna stick with wings and fries and then pasta. Or even pizza or burgers. <laughs> so in general, on. the really, list goes on. The list goes on. on. So like about everything. <laughs> so wings, um, wings. What uh, sauce? Are you sauce? Are you dry rub? Are you sauce? Oh, that's a good break, sauce. 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 Which sauce? Ooh. If we're going Flanagan's, sauce. I would do mild. Miami staple. Mild. Yeah. Miami. Yeah. Exactly. And I would do mild or we do medium. We do medium to enjoy. Okay. So we, uh, medium, medium with honey mustard. Okay. Love the honey mustard. Gotcha. I'll gotcha. do that with wings, with chicken tenders, with chicken nuggets. Honey mustard is the go-to sauce. Yes, sauce. it is. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. And fries, of course. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Now, if we're doing hooters, I would do fried, and we would do mild sauce. The hot okay. Sauce. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then another would be blackened seasoning. Really? Okay. I don't think I've ever had... Chicken wings blackened? Interesting. Really good. Yes. Also honey mustard. With ranch. Oh my gosh, so amazing. <laughs> um, have you ever had smoked wings? No. Sports Grill, right? Sports Grill does that. Smoke. Sports Grill does smoked. Well, they do a combo. No, I think they do a combination right? of, of fried and grilled. Okay. Okay. Yes. I mean, we've had Sports Grill. I've had Sports Grill. Well, I didn't know they were smoked. So maybe I've had, had smoked. Um, I know that... Hooters does a smoked wings as of like the last two years, I think. They're, they're crap. They? <laughs> <laughs> they taste like hot. Like when I ha I've had them once and they taste like, to me personally, they taste like, a, in my opinion, they taste like a hot dog. Like, it has like a weird hot dog type sausage aftertaste, okay. in my okay. opinion. It's okay. the oddest thing, but that's what I taste. So. Got you, got you. Um, you also said you were a fan. Well, you said you you mentioned burgers. Yes. <laughs> um, I mentioned pasta. And pasta, pasta. Okay, Alfredo or red sauce? Vodka sauce. Vodka sauce. Vene a la vodka. That okay. one is kind of like a mix of both. I, I think. think. You know what? It's like more of a pink sauce. Yes. Delicious. Got you. And any protein or just pasta? Chicken. Chicken. chicken or ground beef. Either one. Okay. But chicken goes well with that. That's interesting. I, that's I think that's something that I don't capitalize enough on because I'm a red. I'm not an Alfredo guy. Okay. I'm a red sauce guy, but that's something that I've seen it plenty of times with penny alla vodka or whatever, and that's something I probably should order more often. Really good. It's like because you like red sauce. Yeah. It's still red. Like you still have the tomatoy part of it, but yeah. it like. A little bit more toned out. A little really creamy. Yeah, a little creamier. Yeah, little creamier. That's gotcha. all it is. Gotcha. Really good. Um, your go-to pasta spot. Is there a place where you really enjoy the pasta at? It could be at home. Sometimes things come out of the kitchen. Well, hard one. I think Luca Osteria. Luca Osteria would be one in Coral Gables, okay. but it wasn't their pasta that got me. It was those like potato balls that had cheese in them. Oh. But I would say the. 
like vodka, pasta, <laughs> have to travel a little would be Little Italy in New York. Mm. Try this like super like look Italian as fuck restaurant. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. Really? And that's when I was like, vodka pasta is the one. Wow. Um, yeah. That's excellent. That it, listen, sometimes, sometimes you have to go outside of your area to find like really good, you know, this type of food or really good that type of food. Yeah. I remember when I um, the one time I was in San Francisco for a short time, but uh, right before my flight back, uh, the homie Adam shouts to Adam, um, him and his wife Whitney. They before they dropped me off at the airport, they're like, "Yeah, let's go into San Fran and uh, grab some food." And we found a uh, an Italian spot um, that was pretty much a market. It was an Italian market, but yeah. then after hours, they're just whipping up meals in the back. And that was probably some of the best Italian food I've ever had. I mean, they sold the pasta there. Like, they made all types of pasta, and they would have it packaged there. And it was like, even the packaging was like, Yo, you know this is fresh. <laughs> it's not like something that's been freeze-dried yeah. and it's sitting there. It was, and it was great. Um, so, yeah, so I, 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 I feel you when it comes to, like, sometimes finding some of the, the better foods outside of where you're from. I think I need to explore a little bit more the Italian scene in Miami. Okay. Okay. I would say maybe find a vodka pasta place I haven't found it yet. Okay. Right. Let us know when you do it. <laughs> I'll show up. I'll be like, yo, I came. I'm here for the vodka pasta. <laughs> Christian, what's the go-to meal, the go-to dish? Oh, my gosh. What is not the go-to dish? <laughs> so we all uh, suffer from the same thing. If I want to... How about this? I'm going to, like, break it down. Okay. If I want a fried chicken sandwich, I'm going to go with the chain restaurant Popeye's. Really? That's, uh, they, they hold the title when it comes to I, the fried I, chicken sandwich? In my opinion, I think so. I mean, I've had several chicken sandwiches, but I'm always willing to go ahead and try. Okay. Um, wings. Damn, wings is a tough one. There's always... What is it? Clucking chicken? Right? The one in Winwood? Yeah. Clucking chicken. No, I think it's clucking right. Okay. They're a pop-up. Okay. So another pop-up, you gotta, you gotta support. Uh, oh, wait. They, 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 they show up at Winwood. Yes. They're in okay. Brewing. Okay, got you. I've heard of them. I've never had the food, but I've heard of them. Yeah, they're fantastic. Okay. Yes. Uh, clucking right chicken. Clucking right chicken. Clucking right. Shout out to clucking right. Um, but... Gotta go with Flanagan's for the wings. Like, really? You gotta, yeah. Okay. Um, so before we would go to Hole in the Wall, and then Hole in the Wall kind of went into a whole different avenue of controversy and everything behind oh, it. Wow. Okay. So we, but Flanagan's, I holds a as a Miami, well, it's just South Florida staple. Gotcha. It holds a big place in my heart. Okay. But Hooters holds even a bigger place. Why? I've been going to Hooters since I was like four or five years old. Wow. So my parents would always take me every single Friday okay. to Hooters, and it's fantastic. I love their, I love breaded wings. That's my okay. go-to wings. So gotcha. like for that, yeah. Burger-wise, there's so many burger spots out there. The thing is, I can't tell you one place like I have, I go to because I like. Ooh. I would say I, I, I think I have a top three of burgers. Top three, yeah, burger? top three, top three. Okay, so first, okay. Uh, Craft has to, is one of them for sure. Massacraft, Massacraft, Massacraft. They're oh my god, damn apocalypse, and of course Ted's. That's around. I haven't had Ted's yet. Ted's really is great. Really yeah, great. fantastic. Yeah, I, you could tell because the line, like you could tell yeah. when a burger pop up or a burger place is good because the line. Like I was in. I was at Winwood Brewing when I first heard of Ted's uh, Smash Burgers, and they were outside. 
And um, so, okay, it wasn't so much the line; it was the wait time at, for the for the food. Yes. So when I walk up, they tell me like, "Yeah, it's gonna be about half an hour." And yeah. I was like, "Like, okay, now I have to make a decision. Do I go?" Do I? And then I didn't know how long I was gonna be at Winwood to begin with. So then I would have like committed me to stay there for about half an hour. So I kind of held off, and I was like, "No, I think I will hold off on that." Yeah. So, but people would tell me, "Hey, listen, before you know it, it's done. Like it's not as yeah. long as you think it is." The wait is worth it, I think. But the oh, yeah, wait is sure. worth it. The wait, okay, so okay. It's, it's so simple of a burger, but it's so good wow. of a burger. So you're like, how? How is this this good? Gotcha. And I would agree with those three being my top three as well. Really? Okay. Yeah. You and then if you want, on. like, I really like Local's Burger, which is part of the whole the Kush. entire Kush hospitality. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, Local's Burger is great. Um, yeah. I love their burger. And um, another place I remember having a great burger at is actually um, Killer Melts. Killer Melts. Killer Melts is a spot. Beep and Kendall. Beep and Kendall. Okay. It's a grilled cheese spot. It's, okay. a, it's a place that specializes in grilled cheeses, but they also have burgers, and it's fantastic. Nice, nice. Oh, yeah. So, I, I think eventually I will. I will get it. So, they just showed up. <laughs> they showed up with croquetas oh, at the table. So smell it, right? They're delicious. Um, yeah, the croquetas here don't miss either. You guys got to come down to MIA Beer Co. and try the croquetas. Shouts to Los. But overall, just to keep it a little short, um, places that I enjoy are... A lot of these are pop-ups, so I would say Hungry Okai for the dumplings, right? Oh, okay. uh, Masa Crab for the burgers. And Wait, croquetas. And croquetas, yeah. of course. And nachos. And, and nachos. <laughs> this is the whole menu. This is this. They have the magic hands around here. Okay. Um, crap. Luca Osteria, if you want to go on a fancy little night. Those potato balls are amazing. Chugs, if you want, Chugs breakfast is amazing. Chugs, Chugs is in um, where is it? In? Co- it's Coconut in Grove. Co- it's in Co- Coconut it's Grove. I believe it's Coconut Grove. Wherever. Oh my God! Now I forgot the name of this. Brunch it's okay, it's the beer. <laughs> yes, blame it on the beer. Um, I believe it's Coconut Grove. Uh, it's, it's right by Green, Green Street. Okay, where Green, Green Street, Street Cafe is. is. Okay. Chugs is fantastic. Chugs. If I want pizza, I would go to your local pie or I would go to Maxwell's. Um, yes. If I want cookies, I would go either to Batch or Fry Baby. Two different cookies, so I can't even compare. One is like <laughs> extremely thick and amazing. Another one, yeah, they're both amazing. Um, donuts? Do you want a donut record? <laughs> no, no, that, no, you gotta you're biased when it comes to donuts. No, 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 I mean, I would say go to Asheville. Outside, oh, shit. Go yeah. to Asheville and have stay, um, stay glazed donuts. My stay boy glazed. Jay right there. He okay. makes fantastic donuts. Talk about a commute. I know. <laughs> Worth commute, though. Worth commute. Okay. And yeah, the thing is, I can't tell you my number one food just because I love all kinds. It all just depends on what it's, I'm in yeah, the feeling now, you know? That's true. So That's I named the breakfast, point. I named the wings, the burgers, the pizza, the dessert. Uh, I right now I'm big into cookies just because I yeah dumplings. Right now I'm big into cookies just because the donuts I, I smell too much of them. It's kind of like when you work behind the computer all day. When you get home, the last thing you want to do is it's sit behind a computer. Yeah. I get you. Mm-hmm. I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Nicole, desserts. Desserts. That's her weakness. That is my weakness. Okay. Um, 
So I am more of a cookie or brownie person. Okay. I'm not that big into donuts, which surprises me. Might which be something keeps, I shouldn't say. No, but that's fine because it keeps the profit margin. <laughs> Yeah. You don't get high on your own supply, no, Nicole. No, definitely don't get high off my own supply. So definitely, I'm more of a cookie brownie or ice cream okay. kind of girl. Have you had, have you had the brookie? Have you ever had a brookie, the cookie brownie? Oh, yeah. Of course, no, you, oh, you gotta go with oh, that. Oh, so great! Those it's are great. Delicious. So for cookies, I would agree, Crybaby and Batch are really good. Okay. But I gotta say, Publix cookies hit. Oh my goodness! Of course, I forgot about those. The Publix cookies are good, but there's I have a bone to pick with Publix. What's up? Publix used to have, for years, Publix had um, the, the their own Green Wise cookie dough. So you'd go and you can get the, the cookies out of the bakery, but then if you went into the frozen section, you'd have your Pillsbury, you have your everybody else who makes a cookie dough. But then Publix had their own Green Wise. And... Those were like the cookies, those were like the staple cookies at the household for years. And, um, you know, grab a pack of those and on, like on a Friday or Saturday, throw some cookies in the oven. Oh, Great. They had peanut butter, this. they had oatmeal, and they had chocolate chip. Ooh. They had the, 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 the traditional ones. And um, eventually they came off the shelves. Then, for, for a little while, for a short time after that, they resurfaced. But they resurfaced as already made cookies in the bakery. Oh. But they would get a little too fancy. Like they would put like, like if it was a chocolate chip, they'd put like sugar on top of it or like or, or sea salt okay. on top of it. And it's like, no, 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 we just want like, can you just give it back to us so we could bake them at home? Like, I just want to make the so cookies. Publix, what year was bring this? Bring back the cookie dough. Bring back the cookie dough, the green wise cookie dough. Um, this was, I want to say, had to be up until about 2015, 16, oh, like around okay. that we time. We missed out on. We missed out on this. Because after two, around, I think easily after 2016, 2017. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, my burger just got here. Uh, the Mick This is the Mick It is his version of the. Uh, that other burger with the arches, not the McDowell's, but so yeah, I'm gonna let that marinate there for a second. Um, but yeah, so they, they disappeared and they're trying to bring them back as cookies that they made, and they gotta bring back the take home, Got make it. your own green wise. So I just like veered off on a tangent about cookies <laughs> and, uh, so and, and, and Publix, but yeah, I agree, Batch is a great place for cookies as well. Um, they do the uh, the, the dough nookie. Which is the donut, the cookie stuffed in a donut. That was pretty special. Okay. We haven't had that one. We haven't had it. It's, it's, they do it every once in a while. It's like, um, I don't know when, but it's like they'll advertise when we're doing it. And it's like strictly like just this weekend. And I, I'm, I was impressed as how, as, as, at how they kept the cookie as humble, as soft. It had the same consistency almost as the donut. So it wasn't like like smooth donut and then hard cookie crunch. That sounds so good. So they did they did a great job with it. They did a good job. That's great. Yes. Yeah. Um, another donut. Any other spot? Ice cream. Ice cream. I would go with Cry Baby as well, or Sweet Melody. Sweet Melody is good. They're both great ice cream. Definitely. Favorite ice cream flavor? Cookies and cream. Cookies like and very cream. basic. Yeah. If we're going very basic, cookies and cream. Oh, yeah. It hits. Mine is uh, black raspberry. Black raspberry. 
Black raspberry. Chocolate. Really? Black raspberry chocolate chip. That's it's um, a very unique flavor. As I say, very exotic. It's, um, black raspberry is quite expensive, but um, like the the fruit, not the ice cream. Yeah. The ice cream is not expensive, but um, I recommend it. Nice. Get okay. it. You can get it at um, what's that store? Farmers. Uh, Fresh Market. Fresh Market. They have it. Okay. Okay. One sweet potato fries right here. Shout to the staff at MIA Beer Co. Thank you, sir. Um, um, so yeah, Fresh Market has they have it, okay. and then also Publix has the Briars brand. So yeah, um, but I tried it in Chicago. But honestly, my favorite flavor of all time. Before that, it was white chocolate raspberry. But Chicago okay. ice cream taste called Overwise. 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 Wow, fantastic, excellent. Um, the burgers are here. The foods are here. So I kind of feel bad going into this, <laughs> but let's just think the real quick. Um, the food you stay away from, the food that you like. If they never make this again, if they never make this again, if I never have to eat this again, I'm fine with it. I would go soup, soup. but I like ramen. Little. <laughs> okay. No lobster for you. No lobster for Nicole. No. You don't see. You don't see the. I don't the see appeal. The, the, or like crab legs. Don't really get it. I'm with you. I'm with you on there. Don't really get it. Gotcha. Um, egg whites. <laughs> that funny sounds enough, like someone who's funny been enough, on. Enough. It's part of her diet. I was gonna diet. say. It sounds like someone who's. Who's been on a regimen, eating regimen? No, like she gags, so. I'm on that. My head's white. Hold up. I think that's it. Sushi that's like tempura shrimp. Recently, it's something that if I have it, it makes me want to get. Okay. So, yeah, so as of late, anything deep fried on a shrimp. I mean, as deep fried sushi of any kind is not good. Maybe not. Not Tuna. Okay, okay. I don't like watermelon. <laughs> that's, that's different. <laughs> I know, I, I find it too plain, okay. in my opinion. Okay. And, and, and the way boring, I'm like, okay, unless I add sugar to this, it'll be better. But, <laughs> some, people add, some people add salt, apparently, yes, yes. to watermelon. But I like watermelon-flavored lollipops, like artificially. Oh, okay. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> um, a, lot, a lot of seafood, I can't even get into it, but a lot of seafood, I can't eat it. Okay. But you eat sushi, raw sushi. So like salmon, yeah. Like yeah. I can't eat it cooked, but I like it raw. Really? Yeah, I like the sushi. Okay. <laughs> Sounds a little on the kinky Maybe. side. Yeah. Um, but we're complicated beings. We're humans. I don't. I can't really say what else. I don't like beets. Oh, I don't like beets either. No. Uh, green beans. I love the green beans. If you ask me a couple years ago, I'll tell you I love green beans. Now I absolutely hate them. I ate too yeah. much of them. Yeah, got you. Where now I just just the smell is repulsive. I'm overconsumption. Like, I, I, I can't. I'm like I'm no. For example, Nature's Valley's green granola bars. Like the packaging is green and the granola bar. <laughs> I can't. I can't. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't too. eat them anymore. No, really? I ate them too much in high school, and now I just smell gotcha. it. I'm like, nope. Get out of my. Oh my face. wow. So, it's a lot of those kinds of foods. But other than that, I don't think really anything else, right? You're pretty open to trying other Everything. things. Everything. That, and that's what matters. That's what matters. When now, it comes, maybe I won't like it. 
but but you tried though yeah you tried excellent i think that's the attitude i think we should all take when it comes to food when it comes to beer and when it comes to music and actually i should do that as well as like i might not like it the first time around but hey one direction might be the shit might be. Who knows? Just might be. I just got to give myself the chance. Exactly. <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> there it is. Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast. As always, I'd like to thank my guests, Nicole, Christian, the Lucha Do duo, for taking the time, sitting down and talking it up with me. I'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in yet another week, another episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy, tell somebody, let them know. All streaming platforms, um, Bruce Beats and Eats. Uh, the letter N eats at Gmail is the is the address or the address is the email. Um, what else? Season three is coming soon. This might be part of season three. I don't know, depending on how uh, creative I get with it. But season three is coming soon. Don't forget, 786-294-6263 is the hotline. I want to hear what you're eating, what you're drinking, what you're listening to. I'm going to play these voicemails come season three. And um, yeah, man, thank you so much. Thank you guys so much again. Thank you, thank for, you having for having us. us. Such a pleasure. pleasure. Lucha Doe, if it's in your neighborhood, follow it on IG. And if you're drinking beer, make sure you grab yourself a donut. Um, you can't go wrong with any of the flavors. Um, and that's pretty much it. Just, eat our, just eat our fucking donuts, all right? Just eat the fucking donuts. Because <laughs> they're, they're delicious effing donuts. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. We're going to get into these burgers. Y'all know what it is. Thank you so much. Peace. <laughs>